Welcome to Pharma Talk Radio Podcasts. This podcast is focused on how Moderna built a digital organization to transform how clinical research gets done. It is from the 2022 DFARM Conference. For more information about the DFARM Conference, our editorial podcasts and webinars, please visit dfarmconference.com. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. And now I'd like to welcome our next speaker to the stage. We have John Remy from Moderna, which of course has been in the spotlight for its COVID-19 things, but they're actually doing a lot of other innovation, um, which is pretty cool. And we're gonna get to hear about that. You can go ahead and head up here. Uh, the clicker's right there on the podium for you, sir. Um, we're gonna hear a little bit about uh, the other types of clinical innovation that they have been working on over there that probably set them up for some success, I would say. And um, so I'll let you take it away. All right. Well, good morning, Boston. All right, how's everyone? I always think like 7.45 for our registration is really early, especially Monday traffic in Boston, but we did it. So uh, I'm so happy to be here and share our experience, my experience uh, working at Moderna. A little bit of my, my story, uh, I joined Moderna the day we announced the phase one clinical trial results for what is now called, known as SpikeVax, our 1273 uh, COVID vaccine. And it was, I got here, it was like, well, where do we go from there, right? We go, we go, we go to, to what, the, we hadn't done a phase two, we hadn't done a phase three. So we were like, it was a daunting task to figure out, okay, how do we, get this done, how do we make this work? Uh, but also, you know, I was looking beyond this, it's like, well, once we get approval, what happens? So uh, really my first day at work was, uh, do I stay here or do I run? Uh, I stayed uh, and we figured out, and really what, what got me was, uh, we really thought differently on how to approach scale, speed, and quality when it came to developing our medicine. And what I want to share today is, our experience, what we've done, but also what we're doing and how we're approaching things. And I always say to my colleagues, I have the best job in the world. Uh, I happen to live at the intersection of research and commercial, uh, connecting everything, and I have a lot of chance to be able to experiment and work with incredible colleagues and make a real difference in the world. So, uh, so hopefully I can share some of that with you today. Um, and we'll, hopefully we'll have questions at the end too. Um, so, First thing, you guys all know this, but mRNA is actually a piece of code. It's an information molecule. So you go from a binary system to a quaternary system. You can encode a bunch of protein and your body will do this for you. And uh, that results in a massive amount of possible applications. So you know us for uh, COVID vaccine, but this is a view of the uh, Moderna uh, portfolio. So everywhere where protein can be uh, synthesized, secreted, uh, and, and, and used by your body, we can be there. So you'll see uh, on, on, the, on the vaccine side, we run, we're currently running 46 clinical development programs. Uh, 31 of those are vaccines. Uh, and we recently announced that, you know, we, we're pushing also, we, we're getting some really uh, interesting results in, in, in rare disease and uh, we're progressing our oncology portfolio. So when you look at this, say, okay, how are we gonna run this? How are we gonna make this work? Uh, what, are, what options do we have to provide the technology, the transformation, and, and the, the, uh, the agility for our organization to be able to deliver all this? Because this has tremendous power. This is tremendous 
promise to patients that we can come in and uh, help a lot of people in the world. We've done that with, 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 uh, with the COVID vaccine, but there's a lot more um, coming up. So this is old because we're moving really fast. Uh, I actually realized that flu right now is in phase three, fully enrolled, so our seasonal flu vaccine. So, uh, you know, we went from uh, one phase three to zero. We're running about uh, three or four right now, and those are not uh, small trials. And you see the work that we're doing across uh, our portfolio, um, you know, respiratory vaccines, latent vaccines like EBV, um, also working on some public health initiatives in Zika, uh, and then our therapeutics, uh, rare disease, um, oncology. Uh, so it's been quite a ride uh, to get there, and we still have a lot to do. So um, how do you build, and we consider ourselves a digital biotech, right? We work founded 10 years ago where cloud, mobile, IoT, AI, we're starting to get together. So we use that opportunity to actually uh, build a digital biotech. And that's at the core, this is what is driving us. And um, you know, why, why does this work? Well, the way it works that you've seen it, since, since mRNA is an information molecule, we can have a really a platform approach, right? The way we code mRNA is always the same thing. And we'll reduce, uh, the process is the same. So we do have tremendous platforms. So we need to think differently. We need to think platform. We need to privilege the platform. We need to drive through uh, the platform, which give us a lot of opportunity to get after a lot of therapeutic disease. So we, we, we should be able to run a lot of clinical trials, uh, a, local, a lot of programs at the same time. So how do you do that? So really there was an impetus there to build something that would provide us scale, that will provide us uh, speed, that will give us uh, uncomprom uncompromising quality, but also you know, do it at uh, a cost that will allow us to, to, to grow and maintain our growth. So our building block started really by being cloud native company, and we are relentless about getting our data and going after our data, so we don't leave any piece of data outside of uh, our control, our, our environment, Integration played a key role where we, well, plays a key role where we connect all the pieces that we have together. Uh, there's no system or thing that stands alone. We've been early adopters of IoT, so we've used our manufacturing uh, is actually uh, built around IoT. We've moved this to the lab already, uh, and we're thinking about moving this into uh, clinical trials and into um, how we interact with uh, with sites. Automation and robotics have been a big, a big, uh, a big part of this uh, for us to be able to accelerate uh, manufacturing, but also automate all the tasks that we do, uh, which gives us a lot of data. And with all that data, we can make greater decisions, but also drive our use of AI. Uh, one anecdote on our use of AI, uh, when we started our, um, when we did our safety, and when we started collecting uh, adverse events once uh, we got the EUA, uh, we decided to go straight to AI for uh, uh, AE case processing. So we've installed, uh, we, we're running AI in production, validated to be able to manage all our uh, cases, um, our adverse events. So uh, we've done this at scale now for about nine months, we've been in production over nine months, and we've seen uh, tremendous benefits 
uh, reducing our processing cost and time uh, by at least a factor of 10. So there's been, uh, there's been an amazing journey to be able to use AI. And we have AI use cases in places you don't expect them. We're doing AI with our regulatory uh, team and, and to be able to uh, understand information they receive and help them respond to, to health authorities. So when we combine all those bidding blocks, we end up with an a digital biotech. This is what we've been using to, uh, to accelerate uh, the speed and pace. So, you know, why would you do this? You get quality. We've seen it with using AI to actually raise the quality of some of the things we're doing. Uh, machines do things better than human when it's repeatable, and uh, you, get, you get a boost uh, in quality, and that's really a big, uh, a big driver for us uh, to be able to speed. So since we're digital by nature, we don't have paper, or we have some paper, we don't have a lot of paper, data flows, people can make decisions really quickly. Uh, we can also be very agile in the way we work, so we can drive changes uh, uh, very quickly. We have a mindset at Moderna, which is we pivot fearlessly in the face of new data, and digital allows us to do this. We can learn from the data, and we can pivot and take another direction when we have to, which is quite often. Digital allows us to scale. We're growing the company, but, but we're using technology where it makes sense to be able to support that scale and, and grow uh, at a reasonable speed, uh, which allows us to actually have a lot of uh, programs running in parallel. And since we have sustained and, and repeatable process, we can really scale those uh, rapidly when, when, when asked. And fairly, if you combine all of this, you get a lot of efficiency, you reduce waste in the way we, we work, which has results in improved financial performance uh, of your, all, all the, when all the building blocks are, are working together. And when I work with the teams, my teams, I really focus on quality, speed, and scale. Uh, the, you know, the cost effectiveness will happen if you do this right. Um, so our ecosystem for digital at Moderna is really based around people, and to really start with the culture, right? We have a mindset that's called we digitize everywhere possible, which is pretty much everywhere. So we encourage people to think digital first. Uh, we have maybe a first uh, in pharma, we have an AI academy where we get people to go for, uh, for training for a few days to understand not the intricacies of AI, but where AI could apply, how to understand a use case for AI, and we collect those and we use them to build uh, additional AI capabilities. And then when we look at our technology, we're really looking at making ourselves future-proof, right? We're looking at opportunities where uh, we can use technology that's flexible, that's scalable, so cloud helps a lot with that. Uh, we use a lot of uh, Amazon services for this. And then we, we look at innovation wherever we can to be able to drive the future. So it's really a combination of those things that allows us to build that digital ecosystem. And what, you know, in a perfect world, what it looked like is the more data we have, the better we get. And if you integrate all those processes from research all the way to the bedside to manufacturing and back, you get a lot of, um, a lot of insights, a lot of opportunity to be able to drive uh, your development and to be able to get medicine to market uh, as fast as possible. We got the COVID vaccine out in, in about 11 months. Uh, the boosters went out recently. So those, those compressing timelines, and, and we can do this and repeat this because we have the digital infrastructure to do this. So that's been really the buildup for us where we had... We have the true belief that integrating uh, everything will give you the best possible outcome, and this is why uh, we're we really focusing our, our work uh, around digital to be able to drive this. So that's the context. That's the strategy. That's what we do. 
Let me bring this back to what we do and how we work with our clinical trial team and how we're trying to bring those mindsets into a world that needs to be disruptive, should be disruptive, but we need to do this uh, carefully. I was really, uh, Denise's presentation previously when she talks about diversity and how we can encourage that into clinical trials. At the end of my talk, you'll see one slide when I show where we use data, data science and AI for good to drive diversity in clinical trials and the results it could have. So this is real, this is happening, and, and, and you can do this. Um, so I'm sure everyone's seen this slide a million times, right? So <laughs> when we look at this with my team, it was, it's a friggin' mess. That's how we called it, right? <laughs> Uh, there's a lots of stuff, lots of things that are addressing little bits of processes or like amazing things that are happening, but nothing really talks to each other. Nothing is really integrated. And when you think about, uh, you know, how you experience that, I mean, from the inside uh, a pharma company, but, you know, as a patient or as a site, this is really tough, right? So we thought, okay, we love all those things. They're great, uh, but they must be a better way, right? So we call IBM. They came up with a universal business adapter. It's a joke. You guys remember that commercial from the, uh, from, from the Super Bowl maybe 10 years ago? So that was universal adapter, but uh, that didn't work. So what we really think about is how do people interact with technology today? How do people get things uh, in their lives? And, and how pervasive is that? And how digital can help? And uh, we came up with Netflix. Uh, not that we binge a lot of the shows, but we thought, okay, look at this. This is one of the most complicated things to do. We're delivering, Netflix is delivering content on your phone, everywhere you are, at scale, at speed, uh, knows you, uh, nudges you where you want to go, or tells you about new shows you didn't know about. So we thought that, you know, if we could think of something, if we could build something that allows folk, uh, people that interact with Moderna, either as patients, either as sites, or our own employees, and find a place when they can work, where the technology meets them, where uh, they are guiding through their choices, uh, and where they can interact, where they don't know or form a company work, that they don't need to know that you have a startup team and a conduct team. They just need to interact with you. So how do we go about designing this experience, if you like, where we could uh, where we could drive change and really really make an impact. Because you know the way we've been doing this traditionally will not get us there given the portfolio that we have. So we need to think radically different. Uh, so we shifted our way of thinking and I'm sharing with you some of the guiding principles we've been uh, having with the teams and really driving this. Uh, so we took a our bet is we're looking from the outside in. Right, we're looking from outside of pharma, outside of Moderna, into the company. So uh, this is, you know, taking a view where uh, we look at people's experience, how they see us, because what we what we notice is that we're reflecting the way we're working on other people who didn't know how we work. So we're trying to really have that outside view. Is uh, we really focus on experience. We place all human at the center of the experience, not the system, but the people. Um, and that, you know, that gives us to evaluate experiences through, through, through different lenses. And we have three lenses uh, that we're using. Uh, we have the patient lens. What is their experience? How do they work? Uh, how, do they, you know, how do they interact with us? Or participants, what, you know, what do they need? What do they want? Uh, how can we help them be part of uh, research? 
we uh, have the site lens. So how do we partner and, and work with sites? They, have, they do tremendous work. Uh, they do incredible work, but how can we help them? So really looking at it. And then we took the insight view on how do we help, uh, help our clinical teams to do a better job? So we have those three lenses of experiences that we use, and we use this to think about empowerment, right? How do we empower people to do their work? We're not talking about capabilities. We're not talking about system. We're talking about what do you want to do today? And we found a way from a digital perspective on how, how, how to do this. So it's really about empowering people, thank you, uh, to do this. Uh, Remember that digital meets physical. We look at about uh, literacy, about the accessibility to devices, the uh, digital device. So you really need to think about this. But we're also making work to think about in clinical trials where physical meets digital, right? Where you send a kit to a site, right? If there's a digital way for them to interact with that physical media so our samples are collected properly and they're being shipped, managed and get back to us so we can have access to the data faster. So really, really think it through uh, as one. Um, we use everywhere, data everywhere possible to drive experience and insights. Uh, we use AI, we use data science. We really get uh, access to the data. We're trying to make it as user-centric as possible, uh, minimum clicks, but the data surrounds you, the data is there, and you know that if you use digital, you get more data, the more data you get, the better the experience and the better work. Uh, and we focus on quality, scale, and speed. We are relentless of pushing our portfolio forward because it matters to people. It matters. You know, we could help so many people, so we had to do it quick. Um, so we digitize every are possible. I, I just I won't cover everything here because I want to cover the diversity slide. Uh, but this, as digital leaders, there's a few things that I've noticed and working with my team that could help. Uh, one is really about changing the conversation, right? Do not talk about, I don't, never talk about long project, 18 months. We really embedded agile. You don't have to use the whole thing, but we privilege conversation over agreements. We privilege uh, human interactions over anything else and really provide, oh, deliver value early and often to your stakeholders and changing that conversation. I am so happy where the business partners I'm working with are starting to talk about sprint delivery for their own processes, not just the digital stuff. So we really changed the conversation to be able to provide value. Hey, what can I do for you in two weeks? Right, crazy, right? But you can do something in two weeks, get it out, uh, and see how people work. Think products, not projects, right? Things come and go, but think about organizing um, your view as products so you can evolve them as you know and as you understand it, um, and product, you know, adapt they disappear too. So you have to make those hard decisions sometime. Uh, get your folks, you know, get people you're working with fired up, give them really good, uh, it's easy at Moderna because we have such a great portfolio, lots of success, so it's easy, but just, just get people, uh, and then be a learner, be a constant learner. Listen, observe, and adapt, right? As you interact with patients, as you interact with sites, as you interact with your colleague, uh, and I also think as digital folks, we have, if you want, you have a unique perspective. You can really connect the dots uh, and, and really bring that in. It's not just about what you can deliver, but also the insights you can provide because you see different things and you can provide a, a different um, insight in, into the conversation. Um, and be obsessed with value and impact. Uh, this is something we hear from our CEO all the time. Uh, just make sure that anything you do it has an impact and it has good value, right? Uh, so, I'll uh, got a minute and 43 seconds to go through using digital for good. This is something that's really near and dear to, to, to me and, and the team. 
And the lesson was, look at that uh, right-hand side graph uh, where you have clinical trials participation 2015 to 29, um, white participants versus person of colors, right? 94% of participants were, were whites. 6% uh, of uh, were person of colors. If you look at the U.S. population per the U.S. census, about 60-40. You look at the COVE, uh, Moderna phase three trial for COVID, uh, we're pretty much there. How did we do this? Because... When we first started, we were doing like what everything, everyone was doing, but suddenly we realized, hey, we have to do better. And we use, we use data science, we use AI to be able to do this. So we were mapping census data to our recruitment data, to some data we were getting from the government to figure out, okay, where's, you know, where's COVID gonna hit? Uh, how, which sites do we need to enroll? What, uh, what, what, what enablement can we do for sites? So sites would get, um, weekly uh, reports on this is where you stand versus where you should be. But by the way, this is your underlying population. What can you do to help us really engage folks? So this is for me one of the great example from the team working, our digital team, our clinical team, and our diversity team working together to bring this all together. So use digital for good. Uh, Amazon and others will come in to disrupt us, but uh, keep patient in the forefront and uh, use, use data for good. Thank you. For more information about the DFARM conference, our editorial, podcasts, and webinars, please visit dfarmconference.com, and that's D-P-H-A-R-M conference.com. Thank you, and we hope you enjoyed the podcast. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.